0: My sisters and brothers, as has become our practice, let's pray. Father, I pray. We pray in agreement with you as well as with one another, making petitions and requests to you with thanksgiving that you will bless your sons and daughters who listen to the messages through the podcast that I believe you've given me. Father, may they be blessed and prosper in all they do according to your word and your will. I pray and petition you, Father, that they and their families will walk in divine health and that their days upon the earth will be long and fruitful. We pray in agreement for Mandy Williams, Missy Marr, as well as my great-niece, along with the young woman whom I love like a granddaughter, and so many others, young and old, who are under physical, mental, as well as emotional and spiritual attacks. Let them all know you as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our God, who heals. We ask again, Father, that they would all walk in divine health and free from pain, whether that pain is physical, emotional, or psychological. Also, Father, we thank you that you continue to allow us to see your faithfulness on behalf of so many for whom you have moved so mightily. And we thank you for others who are seeing and experiencing you as Jehovah Rapha. I petition you, Lord, that we would all hear your voice clearly and concisely, and that all we put our hands to will be blessed according to your word and your will. I pray and make request to you, Father, that my family, as well as each and every one of your sons and daughters who are listening, along with their families, will walk in covenant with you all the days of their lives. May their covenant blessings with you be generational to the thousandth generation, Jesus, should you tarry. And finally, Father, we stand in agreement with the Washington family and New Birth Ministries in Violet, Louisiana, as you made the axe head float so that it would be recovered. Father, you will allow your son to be recovered as well. If you cared about an axe head, how much more do you care about this situation that this family and church members are going through at this time? We make all these requests, petitioning you, Father, with thanksgiving, in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hello to each of you. I'm Prophet Beatrice Valerie Nero, and I welcome you to another episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. This week's message is entitled, After the Storms, Then What?, I'm sure that we all remember that for the past months, our Father has been ministering to our spirits concerning difficult events that would occur in some of our lives. He warned and cautioned us that we would be tested and those tests would come in the forms of battles and storms. Just a few weeks ago, God ministered to me through a dream in order to let us know that these tests were real and we needed to be aware of how we should respond to them. He warned us so we would know that when certain unexpected events occurred, we would not be caught off guard. We were cautioned so that we would know and understand how to handle the spiritual warfare that would be rising up against us. God wants us to remember that if we have enough faith in him, that he will fight our battles. If we would cry out to him during these tests and storms, he will answer. These storms, tests, and warfare could be through issues concerning our children, finances, families, jobs, health, marriages, ministries, or any other number of things. However, we need to remember that the battles are not always a matter of us fighting back, but actually of us having enough faith in God to allow and trust Him to fight for us. Remember, there were times that God told Israel, as he said in Deuteronomy 20, today you are going into battle against your enemies. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not panic or be terrified by them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemy to give you victory. Or there will be times that he will say to us, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Each of these scriptures tells us that there will be times that we must fight. However, there will be other instances when we will be told as in 2 Chronicles 20, you will not have to fight this battle. Either way, Whatever message we may receive concerning the coming warfares, we must know that our faith and trust is in the Lord because one way or the other, he fights for us. We succeed in these tests, win these battles, and weather the storms by not allowing the fears that the enemy would try to bring against us to overtake us. In order to win, we cannot allow the enemy to cause us to react or respond in ways that God never intended. How many of us remember the word that God spoke to us in the message entitled, What's the Real Purpose of the Storms in Our Lives? That message came from Acts 27, verse 16 through 20. It's when Paul was being taken to Rome to stand trial and they found themselves in a hurricane that was like a nightmare. Paul had done nothing wrong. He was in the very center of the will of God, but yet through no fault of his own, he found himself not just in a storm, but in a hurricane of frightening strength. Some versions of the Bible refer to this storm as a Northeaster. In the King James Version, it's called the Eurycleiton. That word is interpreted as a violent agitation. Agitations are sensations and emotions that strongly and vigorously bring about feelings of anxiety, fear, nervousness, and turbulence. This wasn't just a slight agitation, but a violent one. For something to be violent means that it's brutal, vicious, and aggressive in its intent toward or against a person or thing. That's exactly the way some of our tests and battles have been. Some have been brutal and aggressive, and some might even say ferocious. And yet, with all of the terror that the men on the ship with Paul were experiencing, God did not give them a miracle. It was in the second episode of that message that God reminded us that he won't always give us the miracles and deliverances that we want in spite of us being in his will. God sent the angel to Paul to give him a word, not to lend him a hand during our storms. It's not always the will of our father for others to help us out. He won't always send us a miracle. Our Father is letting us know that in order to proceed to the next level, in order to advance to higher heights and deeper depths in Him, it must be done by faith. Sometimes we will just have to ride those storms out, win those battles, and pass our tests by our faith and trust in God. However, as we all know, Paul and all of the men on board with him survived the storm. Paul didn't panic or faint. He made it through. We must understand that we will survive whatever tests, battles, warfare, or storms we're going through right now. You are the winner of this thing. And just like Paul and all of the men with him, you will get to your island of Melita. In the 28th chapter of Acts, after the ship had been wrecked and they had swam ashore, we see where Paul and all of the people on board the ship, the captain, the soldiers, as well as the prisoners, all got to the island called Melita or Malta. The name of the island, Melita, is interpreted as honey. I guess we can call it that sweet place. If we trust God during our storms and battles, we too will get to our sweet place in him. Melita of Malta was the place where all of the people who had survived the storm received unusual kindness. In the Amplified Classic Edition, it reads, And the natives showed us unusual and remarkable kindness, for they kindled a fire and welcomed and received us all since it had begun to rain and was cold. There's going to be some of us that God will use others to show us kindness. Not just any type of kindness, but kindnesses that are unusual and remarkable. After your storms and battles have been fought and won, God will give you favor in the sight of man, wherein without reason they will show thoughtfulness, consideration, and care on levels where it will be known that it's God and only God. Some can look for differences on their jobs, in their marriages, businesses, and even in their ministries. Once your storms are over, expect look for, and begin to receive the unusual and remarkable kindnesses. And yet, we still should not assume for one moment that the enemy is finished or that he's just going to stand there and allow us to bask in our joy. In spite of the fact that many of us will have passed the test made it through the storms and won the battles, there will be one more thing that the enemy will try to use in order to bring more agitations. He will want you and others to think, believe, and feel that the tests are not over or worse yet that you failed. Why and how will he do this? because he's going to try to place a snake in the midst of things right as you're in the midst of receiving your unusual kindness. Acts 28 and 3 reads, Paul gathered a pile of brush, and as he was putting it on the fire, a viper, driven out by the heat, fastened itself on his hand. What drove the snake out? It was the heat around it. It will be the anointing of God that's upon you and your loved ones that will cause this viper to rise up and show its head. It will be the anointing on you and your family that will cause this snake to try to bite you at the very moment that God is going to bless you. The enemy will do his best to cause those around you to form beliefs and opinions about you that are not true remember there's always a snake trying its best to get into the midst of where god is blessing you when the islanders saw the snake on paul's hand they began to think that he must have been a murderer and that he was still being judged We shouldn't be surprised or caught off guard when someone is trying to change the good opinions that others have concerning us. But just like Paul did with the snake on his hands, my sister and brothers, just shake it off. Don't be tricked into going back into a battle that God has not ordained for you. Don't allow the words or actions of others to cause you to enter into struggles and skirmishes that you aren't supposed to fight. Shake it off. Shake off those negative words, deeds, and actions of those who want to see your downfall. Shake off the ill will, animosity, jealousy, and hostility of the snakes. Again, I say to you, shake it off, or it will have the very effect that the enemy ordained for it to have. Paul didn't scream, cry, or have any reaction to the snake other than to just shake it off. The last thing you want is for the snakes around you to bring you back into what God has just brought you out of. If you shake it off, you will have no ill effects. The classic amplified edition reads, then Paul simply shook off the small creature into the fire and suffered no ill effects. Don't fall for the tricks of the enemy, and end up suffering because of his evil. In the King James Version, the word harm is used. It says that Paul suffered no harm. That same word is used over and over in the word of God as that which is wicked evil. It's used to identify a thing or spirit as being troublesome, damaging, or destructive. Don't allow someone to be troublesome, damaging, or destructive to your life and future. Don't allow what they say or do to have an effect on you. Shake it off. If you shake it off, you will suffer no harm you won't experience the ill effects that the enemy has intended we've all heard of people being dismissed from their jobs it means that they were fired when the enemy sends his snake at you fire it Paul threw the snake into the fire he fired it from the job or assignment it had been given against him dismiss discharge Throw it out. Give Satan his notice that he's no longer employed in your life. Shake it off into the fire, which is where God intended him to be from the time of his rebellion. My sisters and brothers, I pray that you will listen again next week when I share with you part two of After the Storms, Then What? In part two, I will also tell of the dream that God gave me on this Saturday past in reference to what he has for those who have succeeded with their test. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. I ask that each of you would share this podcast with others and always remember that it's available for listening on every podcast server and app. I continue to ask you for your support through your prayers. You can contact me through my email at amiteagle at charter.net. That's A-M-I-T-E-E-A-G-L-E at charter.net and through the Facebook post or Facebook Messenger. Thank you again for your prayers and support, and may God bless each and every one of you.